Welcome back to another episode of Covered It. It feels like we haven't been here in a month and it's only been a week. But we've had a big week of golf and we've got a big week of golf coming up. We've got a lot to discuss and I'm very happy to say we've got a full booth this week. All four of us are here. It's it, Will, it's an honour to have you back. Will, how are you getting on? I'm great. I'm great. It's good to be back, guys. Apologies for the uh, the absence in the uh, in the interim. Any any reason why or just didn't fancy it? Just uh, I was writing notes and got away from me. You you got booked for a couple of birthday parties as a John Ram lookalike, so you're busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had to play in the Masters, man. Though. Yeah. <laughs> well done, well done. Fair play this weekend. Um, Cheers. So alongside Will, I've also got Scott Sullivan. Scott, how are you? I'm good, Benj. Good, uh, good to be back in the pod. As you can see, I've changed my background. Big uh, Sam Bennett guy now. New background. He's got a headset. I would like to see you rock the Sam Bennett kind of goatee look. That was strong. Oh, like I would rock everything to do with Sam Bennett. Just love the love the aura, love the accent, full on. Just love the Southern. Just big Bennett fan, except for his pace of play. Um, but yeah, just we'll big t- fan. We are going to touch on serious pace of play issues coming out of college golf. Um, I did see he pulled out of the, the Aggie tournament he was supposed to be playing on Monday morning. Yeah, he did say live on TV in the, the master sit-down that he was probably going to do it. It would be fair to him, but like, it's not, kind of a valid excuse, but I really yeah. thought he was going to play it. Not as much of a stud as we think. Um, and finally, joined by the host, who's not the host this week, Patrick Shanahan. How are you? Boys, how are you doing? Thank you very much for inviting me back on your podcast that I've made so popular. Um <laughs> It's great to be back. I feel like there's a lot has happened since we were last in the booth. It's been a lot of golf. I've played a lot of golf. We've attracted many new listeners, so um, it's great to be back. So as with podcast uh, traditions, we're going to kick off a couple of shout-outs. Uh, I've only got one, um, but my brother-in-law was playing golf up in Carn yesterday, um, and he was having a good chat with Jerry Maguire, who, who runs it up there, who owns it, manages it. Yeah, runs it. Runs he has he, it. But apparently he's a big, he's he's very much looking forward to having us back for the Quack Up this year. We're very excited to get up there. And he's a big Covered It listener. So Jerry, if you're listening to this episode, we're looking forward to seeing you in July. Can't wait. That honestly makes me so happy that he's listening. Doesn't it? Doesn't yeah. it just feel like it's, he'd like, uh, I genuinely legend. think he would have been one of the top five people I would have wanted to listen to our podcast. I love Jerry. In Here, absolutely. He's like so famous. Let's get him on for a live pod when we get to Karn in July. Oh. My my fondest memory of Jerry was when we went down there for that trip. Uh, that time he got on the bus and told everyone to get off and get a pint. <laughs> he um, when we were down there a couple of years ago, we were the last people in the bar, and he stayed at the bar till half one in the morning and dropped us home to our B and B up the road. Yeah, if, I'm sure there's nobody listening to this pod who hasn't played Karn, but if you haven't, get yourself up to Karn this summer. It is an experience. The golf course is phenomenal, but everything else that goes with it. So uh, that's my that's my one and only shout out. Uh, lad's going to open up to the floor. Anything else? Jenny, I'd like to shout Jenny, out my yeah, parents. You have a, a rake of shout outs. <laughs> Hi, mom. Hi, dad. Uh, Quack uh, sent out a customer email this week to their, their thousands of customers. And my mom... I, I don't even know why she was looking at her emails. She's half the time she's locked out of her computer or can't work the computer, but she managed to click on a link to a podcast and she said, you little rascal, you're a natural. Um, so, hey, mom, how are you doing? And uh, thanks for listening. Did, had you not told her at like Sunday dinner that this was happening? 
I just hadn't been home. I hadn't got around to it. Yeah. Um, and uh, <clears throat> yeah, I, th- I still think I still think my dad is thinks that I'm doing like a series of instructional golf videos or something. <laughs> um, so maybe we can maybe we can do that further yeah, we, down the line. <laughs> adventure. And when you said that to me earlier about your mom being a listener, it made me think of when you're a kid and when you're like 12 or 13, every time you try something, your kids are so supportive until you get to <laughs> yeah. a certain age where they're like, all right, come on, will you get a real job? Will you stop like playing around with things? So it's nice. It's nice when I've you win them full, over. I've gone full circle. Yeah. yeah full yeah. circle. I have a shout out Ben from um, uh, Colin Corkery. So shout out to Colin Corkery for listening. Um, Colin messaged, I put up a... And Instagram just kind of re- retweeted or re-put out their thing of a, of a picture of you being one of our models. And I said, uh, what a sexy model. And Colin's reply was, as from the podcast, he doesn't know anything about Carrigaline, though. Snobby, see you next Tuesday. Um, so, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so there's been a lot of a lot of heat for Ben not knowing anything about Carrigaline. For all there... of us, Scott, all of us. My mom said that we sound like we're from South Dublin, so. Are there are there any to... golf courses in Carrigaline? Uh, Ring a skiddy. What? There's a, there's a, I think there's a course in Ring of Skiddy, which I, would, you would say is the Carrigaline general I, area. I, I, I just don't think we have to defend knowing anything about no, Carrigaline. I, I think those are from Carrigaline, so I don't care. I can tell honestly, you if there's one in but I don't have to tell you, you know. Yeah, bring the heat. I don't care. <laughs> the first thing I want to say about the Masters is that it was, Sunday was so set up to be the most exciting Masters we've ever had. And it ended up being a little bit of a damn squib. Hmm. And I think I'm, I yeah, I, I, I was kind of in on the, like, I will say that it was, I'm, I'm just glad Brooks didn't win. And then the whole, I'm not going to lie, the Phil climbing up the leaderboard, fairness to Phil, some round of golf, but it absolutely terrified me because I think if Phil had somehow won the Masters, I would have had to have taken a good four or five months off watching golf because I just wouldn't, I just can't stand Phil. Oh, Scott, um, you couldn't, you couldn't have said it better there. Like, yeah. Feel like had, had he, and like what I completely agree, what around the golf to finish, but like had he done it after being the OG live man next mm. to Greg Norman, he oh. just couldn't have. Like he just couldn't have. Why was it damp for you, Ben? Was it the slow play side of things? Um, a little bit, no, a little bit slow play. But I just I thought we were set up for like an all time finish, Brooks. It was like per, it was like written in in a a fairy kind of a tale. Match play scenario. It was yeah. it was live against the PJ Tour, Ram against Brooks. And then Brooks just never got out the gates. And Brooks was horrible. Brooks was terrible. His his first yeah. tee shot was awful. Yeah, wild. And then Ram just kind of sauntered, didn't really have to do anything. He played some unbelievable shots. That that shot out of the pine straw that he spun beside the pin or oh out of the second God. cut. Unbelievable. I think it was very like stop start with the rain delays. The the coverage on Saturday night was disappointing. I did love I loved having uh, like twenty seven holes on the Friday. I thought that was just like fed into my golf sickoness um a lot of golf a lot of golf to watch was good but i just i would have liked seeing something a little bit closer but look you can't have it all for me the like the first time that i actually all weekend sat down to watch say from start to finish was the sunday and um do you know say the lads ram and kepka finished their first hole and you already knew they were gonna have to sit down on the second tee and wait that just start that started it off for me, and from then on, I was just screaming at the telly for Cantley to speed up a bit. He was so slow, like disgracefully slow, and it it said it all when Hav went and went up the thirteenth green and chipped ahead of Cantley as he's still back in the fairway. Like that's a real kind of a 
yeah. up yours to can't they like yeah. um but like you know that fe- when they got to the second tee and they had to sit down and wait for 10 15 minutes before they could tee off i felt that do you know when that happens to you on the golf course and you feel that energy like i felt that and i was like oh my god this round is going to be so long yeah what why why are referees unwilling to put their foot down and actually enforce the rules when it comes to slow play like i did a bit of research to try find out how often slow play penalties are given. And I could find one for John Cantlin in the PGA Championship. And like the rule is, you sh- I think it's either between 45 or 60 seconds when you get to your ball. That's how long you should no have way. to take your shot. And I, I'd say Cantley, rare, I'd say he hits They're more shots bad. outside of a minute than inside it, if that makes sense. Um, it's, it's interesting as well, because I remember when we were at the Challenge Tour in the K Club and like Scotty and I were sitting in a buggy and they were not afraid to tell those guys to hurry up. Each each really? hole nearly. Yeah, they they would drive up to them and say, like, lads, you're playing slow, hurry up, hurry up. And I don't know whether they're almost afraid to go up to them and say, Can you speed up, please? For, yeah. for fear of the backlash. But like it just seemed a bit weird that like they let it go on and on and clearly everyone was feeling it was terrible. Noticing it, like. Yeah. But yeah, like you don't you don't have to go and give them a, a shot penalty first time around, but you need to go and say it to him first. And then if he keeps doing it, then you then you start coming in with penalties. But I was just, it was ludicrously slow. Four, four and a half, five hours for a two ball. Yeah, five hours. It was five hours. It was five hours. That's that's not allowed. Like No. Is, no. Do you know the way, I, fa- I found it mad though, that even like all on the hype and here's my background. Like, doesn't, you know, Patrick Hantley looks like the type of fella who will play slow, boring golf and not apologize. Sam Bennett does not look like the kind of guy who plays no. slow golf. I really thought he'd be just real fast he, he, shooter golf. Will so. we get into Sam Bennett then? Are you... Like what? What story? Are you Sam Bennett fan now? Because I'm not. How could you're not? No, do you want me to tell I you just don't. Right? Yeah, you're posh and you don't like rednecks. No, uh, listen, that's that's up to you. He does, very, he does sound very redneck, but I'm. I liked him up until when he gave the interview and he slagged Augusta off, saying, "Oh, I play easier courses than this in college." He said Ridgewood. What is why do people? I put him in in the Bryson brackets straight away after that because, like, what is the point in slagging Augusta off? Like, why did he feel the need to do that? But I don't know if it's slagging Augusta off, I think it's saying that it's not as difficult as all those other courses. I mean, he like, he didn't need to say it, he didn't need to say that. And look what happened afterwards. What did he shoot 74 76 or something like that? I mean, he's yeah, but like, party. he's a kid and like. They come out and they said, "How difficult do you find Augusta?" Your natural answer is to say, "Oh, well, actually, it's not as difficult as this." You know, I, I, I again, I'm not. I, I was really impressed with how he played, apart from his slow play. And actually, I thought mm, it's good. He... At, least, at least he had an answer for things. Whereas you can get someone who's PR trained. You ask them the same, any question, they give you the same answer that they've given for every other question. <laughs> A slow golfer that makes Bryson-like comments. No thanks. I, I don't see it as a Bryson comment. I don't think he's called a 67. I think he just said, they asked, Ben said exactly it. Is it that, you know, they've asked him how difficult he finds it. And he may have probably played harder golf courses. Like, you know, all the courses they picked for the US Open, they're shooting, you know, way worse scores than they are in Augusta. So it's not the hardest golf course in the world. It's mm. just that the field and the all the bits that go with it. So I had no issue with that actual response. I also just loved the Southern drawl gunslinger like just such a weird golf swing uh i i was i was all in i liked his um his interview as well where he said that the one about the he doesn't doesn't swing it that nice doesn't hit it that far or what is it doesn't have 190 ball speed um but he's just good at golf i thought that was yeah. kind of like i liked it because i hate the <clears throat> i hate the justin rose pr trained of 
yeah, just really happy to be here. Yeah, it's an incredible opportunity for me and my family. Blah, 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 blah. Like, I, I was, <laughs> I, I liked every minute of Shani. Yeah. I was all in on him. I'll tell you who I was disappointed in was Sergeant Gordon. I didn't really, yes, the Sarge. I didn't, I didn't yeah. really get to see him hit much, but I just, I had such a hype for him as the amateur I wanted to watch. Um, I know. I, I'm just annoyed that that only one amateur made the cut. That yeah. would have been pretty cool. But I'd imagine there's years where none of them make the cut. So, yeah. Um, and fair play to Matt McLean, top the leaderboard there for, at the very start of the first day. That was brilliant. Played, that was fun. Played, played some, played some real good golf. Um, and then just had a bad spell, and then actually played some good golf after that as well. But it's it's always hard to recover when you go a couple over, especially in those conditions. Wow. Um, other bits that I wanted to to comment on from Augusta, I I fully think Jay Lindenberg got bullied out of putting Victor Hovland into the rest of his scripting for the week. Because I saw on Twitter that he was to wear four of those florally kind of shirts. He wore the first one. There was such a backlash. He ended up, he came out and he wore like a, a khaki brown shirt after that. And then he yeah. wore his green thing on Sunday. I fully think Jay Lindenberg got bullied by Twitter and by the commentators. Honestly, that was, that polo was one of the worst things that I've ever seen in my entire I didn't, life. I didn't hate it. I, I don't didn't hate it. it. I didn't oh. hate it. I was, <laughs> I, I'm going to jump on the I don't hate it train as well. I don't I hate it. Way, lads. And yeah. I'm, I'm the one who gets the backlash for wearing blue pants. <laughs> Yeah, those pants are shocking, William. No, I, I appreciate that. Uh, they were like boot cut jeans in, <laughs> in very color. But like, but like, I just can't understand how like that was a golf pole. And then it was that bad. His outfit, I agree with you, Ben, his outfits were that bad for the rest of the thing. He wore that green corset, whatever that was. He looked like he was going to the Olympics for Ireland. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he wore that two days in a row. And like, I'd say he was delighted that it was most of the day he had wearing waterproofs like it was so bad I, th- I think there's just so something so lovable about Victor Hovland though isn't there I know yeah yeah but but let's let's also remember that it's not as if week in week out he's well dressed on the PGA Tour he yeah. has worn some they've put him or he has worn whatever way you want to put the sentence some shocking outfits yeah. before so it's not as if he just rocked up to Augusta and he's worn yeah. something you know what, what was it we were watching a couple of weeks was it Genesis no it wasn't the Genesis it was it was the players and he was like yeah. some of the things he had on the players Sorry. Were well, come here now Ben like it's he, he decides doesn't he well what do you, know, you yeah so well like when we were talking to our players one of the, one of the guys asked me like how much say do I have on what, what we wear and obviously I was like yeah Look, for you guys, it's you can absolutely wear whatever you want. We're never going to tell you what to wear. Unless we get to a major and we have a new release, then we kind of get a bit of a say and say, look, we'd like you to wear this, this, and this. Um, what I find interesting is that Jay Lindenberg don't seem to have that many golfers on tour. So, mm. like, Victor is okay. pretty much their only guy, which is kind of a mm. surprise because they're paying him a lot of money to wear their stuff. A million a year, apparently, is what, what he gets paid. Yeah. But, but they don't. they haven't expanded out into any other golfers, which seems strange. Because their stuff is nice. That what I dislike about their stuff is the big JL on the back of it. I think that ruins. Well, it. Yeah, they, I agree. Yeah, they I have ne- they've Nelly Corda as well, right? Oh, do they? Yeah. Yeah, I'm fairly sure they've Nelly Corda. I just, um, I, I just I, fact, I, fact check my own fact, but I'm fairly sure they do. Which is I think they're they're far more popular in the P- LPGA than they are in the yeah. In but the, I just think it's okay. strange that like Victor is such a big name and they've only got one male mm-hmm. golfer wearing stuff. Yeah, but, uh, we knew he was destined for failure when he showed up in the pink pants last year. Yeah, yeah. Surely there's combinations of your clothing for quack though that wouldn't be the most appealing. So like if I was a quack golfer and I showed up in a pair of light blue shorts and a polo that didn't match, would you yeah. kind of like here? 
yeah Look, i think i think you, you gotta you gotta stick to the the normals like you can't wear black and navy we sell both of those items but like Look, I think, like, like the classic Brian Driscoll things, like what's the difference between what's he say, a vegetable and a fruit? Like no, you can't, you can't, you can't team them up together. Like you just no, no, that's definitely not the quote. <laughs> no wisdom is. I think that. that's verbatim, actually. No. It's 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 Wh- tom- it's it's wisdom. knowledge. Knowledge, yeah. yeah. Wisdom <laughs> knowledge. is knowledge is knowing that tomato is a fruit. Wisdom is knowing wisdom how to put it in a fruit salad. Go on a fruit salad. No, but I think you nailed it first time. Yeah, I <laughs> No, look, some some golfers are just better dressed than others. I'll never go. I'm not going to tell any of our guys what to wear unless we get to a major championship and we've got a new release. But like, staying on but, the dress topic, the but there has been sorry, just on that, Shani, before you move on, yeah. there has been two or three times where we have watched our golfers come up on either TV or something on social media, and we've been like. I would never. I wouldn't have wouldn't have picked that pairing of our clothing. But <laughs> yeah, it, ha- it good, has bro. to happen. It yeah. has to happen. I'd so say it's the same with. Each I'd say it's own. same with Lindbergh. I'd say Lindbergh, like they don't. Surely they don't go. Vic, you have to wear this today. Just for the majors. Okay, maybe. Yeah. Um. Well, staying on the the clothing, um slash apparel topic, the Nike Master shoes look unreal. All the different variations of them. Did you see them? They were I didn't beautiful. Like ones. You didn't like them. No. That um just before you go on that one, that segue perfectly good into one point that I wanted to touch on was I love that Victor Hovland still wears the Nike Roche golf shoes. As if they're still being made. Uh, yeah, I yeah. was like, does he get them specially made? Like, can you still get them? I don't even I'd know. I'd say if, he gets well, them like... on Alibaba. <laughs> <laughs> Victor <laughs> Hovland, sponsored by Nike, goes to Alibaba to get his Nike shoes. Not and I think um, he's wearing he were he, there was I saw on TikTok he's wearing like a two hundred and thirty five grand Rolex watch. Yeah, I saw it. that was sick. But he gets his shoes on Alibaba. Thanks. I, I think they yeah bring back those shoes. I do like them. Like those Nike shoes. They're nice. Yeah, I like them. Um, sticking on shoes, John Ram, his the those oh, Travis greens. Matthew the counter ones that are like the green fade. Just like every brand brings out Masters themed stuff like a release around this time. Yeah. Just because it's green doesn't mean it's cool. No, those shoes are in the bin for me. I think Ram, they, the Nike version is like they nailed it and then the Travis Matthew ones. Yeah. No. Nike always nailed the shoes. And then just on Brooks, Brooks is a terrible dresser. Like what was that yellowy green shirt he wore the first day? And then his quarter zip on the last day, he just he looks yeah. like my dad. It's got no like elastic in the bottom. It's like flowy. I just I I actually kind of liked it. I, I actually too. Yeah, I, I I even said said that in the WhatsApp group. I was looking at him and I kind of like the slightly longer fit, the Nike fit. I don't know. I do like Nike fits in general, but I thought he looked um, kind of cool for someone I really do not like. But yeah. I thought he looked good. But I do get your point that they all do look a bit too long or a bit too flowy or maybe they're not Just fitted. It, I don't know. That, that first day, that green shirt or the yellowy shirt, was I just thought was horrible. Like I don't get how that got passed through the project control at Nike where they were like, yeah, no, this, <laughs> this is the color we want to release and how it got into Brooks' hands for the first day of a major. Yeah, did you say there, William, that you didn't like his shoes? I hated Brooks's. Interesting. I was a fan yeah. now. I liked I liked them. I didn't like them, but I do agree the way cheater thing. He wore two days in a row, I think, and it was just like the most vanilla outfit I've ever seen. So a few other points. Uh so uh Ron Jam, John Ram just won that's a second major. Um I would like you guys to tell me so out of these six guys, who do you think is gonna finish their career with the most majors? So we've got Rory and Brooks are both on four. Spieth has three. Colin Morikawa's got two. John Ram's got two. And Scheffler's got one. 
I feel like that's the elite group to pick out of. Who do you think is going to finish the most most majors? It's very hard to look past right. Ram and Chef right now in the form they're in. Yeah, exactly. Unreal. That's what I was going to say. It's Ram or Chef. No, Although you, you weigh up age versus like longevity as well. And you, you can't help but look past Scotty there. Like the only yeah. the only caveat I would throw in is how much form impacts golf. Like what have been a couple of years ago if we were talking about this. You talk about Colin Marikawa. Remember when he won? Like he won two majors there quickly. It was like, okay, Colin's going to win so many majors. That would be the only thing. It's it's so easy right now yeah. to be like Ram or Sheffler because they're so hot right I, now. But I know like, I know we probably shouldn't reference competitor pods, but I did listen to the No Laying Up pod, and I think Sally phrased it perfectly about John Ram, and he basically said that he's the yellow yellow line in a swimming race in the Olympics. He is just, he's the measure, he's the pace, and you've got to keep up with him. And I, I just think Ram, Scheffler, and Rory, Ram, Scheffler, and Rory are in the same bracket, but I don't know. But don't you feel like when they're all playing their best golf, Rory is the best out of them? Yes. Yes. 100%. Rory's scary good when he's playing. But, um, yeah, I don't it's know. Just when he gets there. It's tough being a Rory fan, isn't it? It's tough. Oh. Ugh. I say, uh, it, I say it every year that I'm not going to get back on the train and get hurt. Oh, again. I'm just... The narrative is always the same, though, coming into the Masters. It's just like Tiger's physical ability and Rory should have won by now and this is yeah. his time. And it just never changes. It's tough. Um, I, I just... It's... I thought he was going to show up this week and I, I think it, like... You know when he did the mic walk? Uh, uh, for, so two things on the mic walk. First of all, it showed how confident I think he was this week. Going into it, I'm not. I'm not sure if it was it was it on the Thursday he did the mic walk. I think it might yeah. have been, or was yeah. it? On, I, I know he might have been a couple over or on the ninth over when he did it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that just shows you how confident I think he was. He was like, "Yeah, no problem. I'll do the mic walk in the middle of the Masters." And us Rory fans were watching it, being like, "Put the mic away and please concentrate on getting two under the par," because that at that stage. I think Brooks was five under or something. So that was so stressful as a Rory fan. But at the same time, I thought it showed his confidence. And obviously then it didn't prevail. But, um, Shani, that, uh, that mic up thing is so cool. It's so good. Oh, like listening to JT, I think toward the end of his third round, like brave, like you said, brave enough to take the mic and brave to talk you through two holes of the Masters. Like when you're obviously each shot has worked so much i love his parting line as well as he gave the he threw the airpod back and he's like eh, if you don't mind i'm just gonna go and make this putt i was like <laughs> there you go that it's gonna go wrong someday i it, yeah. i'm saying it, it's gonna go wrong i think max homer did one as well did anyone see that one yeah he did yeah i saw the home one um he's just homer's in fairness he's cool. just a cool, cool dude yeah he's, he's so just cool, cool on he's so laid back yeah it was just so so lax it was cool did anyone do so did what hold did Max Holman like? I'd love to see when see someone do it on, you know, maybe the thirteenth. Did anyone do it on the thirteenth? No, I think, I think they did it going up the fourteenth. Yeah, they, I'd say I'd say that would have been too ballsy to ask them to do it then. I'd say like the ninth was like, yeah, Rory, can you do it on the ninth because it's a fairly straightforward hole. Yeah, yeah. Well, no hole is straightforward, but yeah. No. Um. So in terms of headlines, obviously it was very PGA v live. Um, I need to apologize, Wacky Neiman. I called a missed cut. To be fair to me, showed up, but he finished T sixteen, which means he won't be back next year. So, see you later, Wacky. Thanks for coming. Um, <laughs> one thing I really loved about Brooks is that he didn't bother to wear any logos. 
a lot of the live guys are wearing logos sergio yeah. phil all that brooks didn't give a shit didn't bother um and i rate i rate that for brooks i feel like brooks on Wednesday evening, probably got a text from Greg saying, oh, Brooks, just like, by the way, can you wear some of your smash or power or power ball or whatever his team's called? And Brooks, just, I reckon Brooks just ignored him. So is, I, yeah. I love that. I'm just, I'm just wondering, is Brooks at the start of the week, when it was kind of coming towards Brooks v. Ram, I was like, that's good versus evil. Uh, you know, Brooks is the classic schoolyard bully. Ram is just that big kid that's nice to the small kids. But is Brooks growing on you? Like I yeah. hated him at the start of the week, and now he's starting to. I, I wish he would come back to the PJ Tour, get rid of yeah. Cantley, Showflay, all those yeah. time wasters, and get Brooks back. He's such a character, like you, you know. Do you think there's any regret there? Absolutely, oh, I think definitely. So. Sure, he made that comment about if his game and his body was in better yeah. nature, it would have been a much more difficult decision. That is yeah. basically yeah. turning around and being like, yeah, oh, like he's an egotistical narcissist, and I would hate to. To lose that, <laughs> I would hate to be anywhere near him uh, in real life, but I want to watch him on telly. Yeah, it's good think... for the game to have him and people like him playing like that yeah. in one place. He played some golf as well for like first couple of days. He did, Scott. But do you know what I reckon he needs to work on? And I, I have a fairly good short game, so I could give him a lesson if he wants. But he basically lost the Masters because he was forty fourth for strokes gained around the green. He was more or less top 10 in all the other stats, but he was 44th for strokes gained around the green. Wow. Yeah, I reckon yeah. I could give him a lesson. Are you, t- are you taking on new recruits? Shall yeah, I? I probably will. I, probably I actually, will. I sent Shani a video of me hitting a golf ball yesterday and he said he was going to go full full Owen Gibbons Omni and, and analyze my swing. So we will. Um, we've got we'll some sessions. through the forearm, Ben. Yeah, me and Shani got some lessons booked in. Um, the other thing I was thinking is, will this attract a few more people to watch live? I feel like it might. I I'm I feel like I'm a bit more interested when the next live event is on, maybe just to see what Phil and Brooks and P. Reed are up to. Potentially, um, yeah. I wonder will that happen. I think it. I think it was one where I was watching for so many days, and my thing wasn't really like. I'll be honest, I wasn't that much of a John Rand fan fan beforehand. I still am not really that much of a John Rand. I can't say that sentence. John Ram fan. Um, I don't know. He just kind of annoys me. And like the Zach Ertz thing. Zach Ertz thing was kind of cool, especially because I like because I like American football and stuff about the text about the first green looking good. But I just I found it. Then the weekend was I I thought it was going to be him or Brooks that was going to win it. So in my head it was just I just want a PGA Tour golfer yeah. to win it. So I think but, it made me dislike live more by their discipline the whole weekend being like oh miss that Phil or mm-hmm. miss that Patrick you you know. Oh. Why so, do we why do we not like uh John Ram more? Like we should love him. He's the best golfer in the world. He's European, he loves the Ryder Cup. I like him. Like, but we but he should be like our golden boy. And I just don't think he is. I think Victor and Rory are. Yeah. They're they're just a bit more likable. Like I think I but just he's don't so find... nice. He's never done anything in he's never done anything bad. He's never involved in any controversy. He's always stood up for the PJ Tour. Like we we should love him. We should love him the way we love Vic and Rory. But we don't. Mm. This is my point is we should, but, or sorry, this is your point. We should, but we don't. But, but I just, I, you know, why? I think it's because he's so good. No. You I, always I, cheer for the guys you that say are that about kind R- of. Except, like, no, okay, yeah, but, Irish stuff. I don't you know, know Rory, what I mean? But, like, Rory, we're, we love Rory because he'll break your heart, whereas John Ram will just win all the time. And same I with think, Mr. Harmless. I think then 90% of people were behind the Cam Smith train when he was winning. Yeah. Mm. So I think that, you know, and he was like the best golfer in the world for a while, and everyone was like, just keep doing it. 
But I just... But again, like that's why the Americans love Jordan Spieth. I think I sent a text to you on Sunday. I think he went for the first... I think it was for the first his first 10 holes or first 12 holes, he only made two pars. Yeah, it's on wild. Sunday. Like yeah. that is, you know... Entertainment. Oh, that's it's entertainment. And Rory does that. And Cam Smith does that. But I, 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 I think also part of the thing with me for John Ram is he's not that Spanish. Oh my God, I was great like, call. I think that's partly <laughs> why I Spanish like, man I've ever seen. He's like he's Arizona, you know, he's all about Arizona. He's he's, he's, he's from really Wexford. Sure. He's really he's really Americanized. I don't can know we touch? Just... Can we touch on this? So, Wexford. <laughs> John, like, does it? Did John Ram just go to college in America and then all of a sudden that's how he became not Spanish? Because let's face it, he's American. You know, he's about you know what I mean. He is American. But he's Spanish, yeah, we know that. But does four years in college really do that to you? Same with Vic- Victor Hovland. He's not very... Norwegian. Scrolls down mm-hmm. leaderboard to find his Surely you know that he's Norwegian. Norwegian. That Norwegian. is crazy. He's, he's not very Norwegian. Uh, you know, I, think he's more, I think he's more Norwegian than John of, is Spanish. Yeah, does yeah. four years of college golf really do that to you? Well, like, I think you got to look at the fact that he's been probably out of, out of college maybe the best part of 10 years. So, like... He's also got married to an American and like living over there. I suppose. And I suppose, sure, we're Cork lads out of Cork losing our Cork accents. I'm very excited to see what his master's menu will be. A bit of tapas. Yes. um, Mm. Some paella. 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 Patatas bravas. Stereotype one, stereotype two, (laughs) stereotype three. Speaking of menus, Scott, you were to give us your master's menu. Oh, yeah. So we put up a, we've been getting a few questions in on, um, on Instagram and we've had this request a couple of times from Richard Sykes that you do your menu or not necessarily your menu but you just talk in your Stewie Griffin voice so I'm going to ask that you present your master's menu as Stewie Griffin Uh, wow okay yeah shout out to Richard Sykes as well Um, for that's a it's not an apology but just a shout out to someone who listens to the pod Sorry, Scott, can I just rudely interrupt you before you uh, start your menu on other, golfer, other golfers who have an identity crisis? I listened to an interview with Tom Kim as well, and he's got a very American accent. Any Irish in him? Oh, man, sorry. For a man who claims to be South Korean. It took me a while to understand what you were talking about there. Um, uh, but sorry, Scott, I, that was a rude interruption. You can continue. No, you're, you're all good. Um, gee, I do the whole menu in Stuart Griffin. This is really going to lose its... Um, okay, maybe just a starter and dessert. Make it quick. Yeah, or I'll ju- I'll just do the I'll just do the thing. So so for the the first one is going to be my bread for my menu. Um, has to be a Guinness brown bread. I think uh, I think Patrick, you also said that for your menu. I don't know if I can do this for the whole thing. Scott, can you for my parents? Can you tell them who Stewie Griffin is? <laughs> uh, yeah, for all the parents listening, for anyone who doesn't, uh, Stewie Griffin is just a it's a fictional character in a TV show called Family Guy. Um, and from a young age, I don't know, I've just been able to do an impression of it. And Actually, Scott, I, sorry. Could we have a different impression for each course? Yeah, we got to get Scottish, Welsh, Scottish, Welsh, Liverpool in there. It's kind of making a bit of a mockery of my menu that I put a lot of time <laughs> into, but okay, fine. We don't do it. This is a lot of pressure to be put under straight away. Um, okay, brown ah, bread, tick. Yeah, so get us brown bread. That's my bread, uh, and then oh, I don't know. For my, I'm trying to get into uh, trying to get into a character. It's so difficult. Scottish. That's the <laughs> yeah. So my starter would be uh, such a hard word to say in Scottish. Would be a I can't even do it without laughing. So my starter would be a calamari salad from a 
from the Bowling Bar in Kinsale. Yeah, bottom of the hill, just down from uh, Patrick's. <laughs> it's so hard. I can't look at you while doing it. Um, for who couldn't understand that was the uh, the Bowling's calamari salad. Um, uh, if you're if you're standing at a bus stop in Glasgow, um, and then I don't know other accents I could do. Welsh, the valleys, valleys. Well, my main course, we we probably all had one. Being from, I can't look at you without laughing. We've all had one. Um, being from Cork is going to be a Casey's chipper, uh, King Creole, and a side of a bacon. Well, no, not a bacon butty. That'd be crazy. A chip butty, chip butty for anyone who doesn't know what that is. It's just pita, pita, chips and mayo. Personal favourite of mine. Um, it's so hard. To and then I, I don't know what. Accent I have left for deserve. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> I don't think I don't, Liverpool. Yeah. So again, just for anyone that was a Casey's chipper. If you're in Cork, go to Casey's and Sons chipper in Douglas. Douglas, don't speak in Welsh because they'll think you're an absolute clat. Um, King Creole and a side of a chip body. Thank me in the comments. And then for my dessert, um, is actually eating mess and then specifically in Ben's house. So nice. shout out to nice. Diana and Big G. Um, the eating mess, just big. Love my meringues, strawberries, cream, and just yeah, it's real good in Ben's house. So Diana makes the mess. Guy does the eating. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, even even my earliest of memories of being in your house, Ben, there was always top quality meringue going around. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. Waffle. Scott, excellent menu. I would well I would, done, Scott. I would like Thank that. You. Yeah. Thanks. Um, I don't know how we're supposed to compose ourselves after that and talk <laughs> well, about anything serious. Ben, I, I've got a few notes of just random things that uh, for the Masters. Yeah. There's still been no Friday cut on the PGA Tour since January. <laughs> you love this fact. <laughs> no play. It's don't like, play slow on a it, golf course. It was literally... A, especially if you're in front of me. Shiny. Obviously, I know if you're on the PGA Tour, you won't be in front of me. But <laughs> just stop slow play. Shiny, a tree fell down. What, Ben? It was the middle of a storm. Of course, they yeah, couldn't yeah, finish. Yeah. Ben, Ben, that's next in my notes. Okay, the trees okay. falling down. All right, but don't play slow golf. That's fine. Um, the trees did fall down, and I thought it was funny that you guys immediately thought of jumping. If you were there, you would have jumped underneath the trees to try and claim a, a, a massive insurance <laughs> claim shout of out, Augusta. Shout, that shout was quick Burns. thinking. Can I, I stop you there, Shani? Given if your leg went under one of those trees, what what would your request be? Membership. Membership. Yeah, I think you you got to so stars. I think so I would be like, so we can roll you around in your wheelchair. <laughs> <through Okay. all laughs> Actually, I, I wonder I, if I, I was a member of Augusta, like, is there a flight from? Is there a flight from Cork or Dublin? Probably not. No, uh, you have to fly to Atlanta. Yeah, they, they land uh, you the, on the fifth. Then I'd take the cash, be grand. Um, well, there'd have so... to be cash too. You couldn't just get <laughs> membership for becoming disabled from a tree falling on you, Shani. <laughs> um, also, did anyone see the clip of the journalists who have perfected the fast walk at the Masters because you're not allowed to run? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So they they were doing this sort of fast walk, Olympic style. The Rob um, Heffernan. Just the Rob yeah. Heffernan, where just the head doesn't yeah, move. Yeah, shoulders. Like, uh, I thought that was hilarious. And uh, so, yeah, Ben, did you ever feel the need to run at the Masters or see anyone get in trouble for running at the Masters? I, I was given out to for running once. I was trying to make it across the 15th before they closed the ropes. And I was just trying okay. to get I was just trying to get through and, and an arm went down. Sir, 
sir patrons do yeah. not do not run at augusta we do not run here okay and i i was wondering i've heard so many stories of people getting given out to at augusta or like and that's what it is it's kind of a hand in the face yeah it's a bit of a talking to somebody else asked me who would you take in an actual fight brooks or ram oh i think that's ram. a good question <laughs> Ram Ram's like a. I think, I think Ram is like just brute. Is like brute strength. He's not that kind yeah. of chiseled. Yeah. Brooks is yeah. more like the gym junkie who kind of. Yeah. Yeah. When hitting his down. I reckon Ram Brooks, is farmer strong for me. Yeah. Brooks, Brooks is definitely like stick his fingers in your eye kind mm. of thing. Oh yeah. Just another podcast that we've brought back to something to do with farming. <laughs> Ram is farmer strong. You know, few bales kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Can we get Can we get uh, our consultant Tom to call in on how and what he thinks John Ram yes. farms. That's actually a good idea for our agricultural correspondent. I'll come back yeah. to you on that next week. Um, uh, th- I just want to touch on on the cat tiger, um, playing on the rain, um, and that clip that we saw of him on Twitter on yeah. Saturday night. I think it was obviously that was very tough to watch. I just wanted to put it out there. I just love how professional he is when he's out there. I know he pulled out, and people will say, "Oh, he pulled out whatever," but like, you never see any Sergio type tantrums from him. Um, like I know he's had his history with whatever, but credit where credit's due, he's a grafter. You go into tre- into the trenches with Tiger, and there's something very monster rugby about him. You know, stand up and fight. Like I, again, I had all these notes written before he pulled out on the Sunday, and he stopped. Um, look, the bell rang for him on Saturday night there. Um, we all know that, and uh, I just, is there, can someone, like it's 2023, can someone not come up with some sort of technology to put some sort of robotic stint in his leg or something and get it, get, like he won't, he said before that he will not, due to his pride, apply for a cart on the PGA Tour, so he won't drive or he won't use a cart. But we all know that if he was in a cart, he would compete in this Masters. I actually would love to go through the cut list and see who got cut and see what children got cut and couldn't compete with a one-legged tiger like i'd say tiger is like look at you lads i you are professional golfers and you got caught in the masters and i have one leg here and i made the cut um jt missed the cut didn't he yeah there there you go there's your example Um, so i just wanted to give you a shout out tiger listen you're welcome on the pod any day i actually think one of the hardest things to watch albeit what walking watching him walk off was, was incredibly tough but did you see on in this first round when he was in the bunker on the left on 18 and they were like really, really concerned about his footing. And when he hit the ball, he did like three or four hops on his other leg. And I was just oh, like, yeah. it was actually, it was one of the worst things I've had to yeah. see. I've had a chain of knee injuries in my past. And like just watching someone be that conscious and that cautious of, of a, of an injury. Yeah. yeah. I saw Jason Day said that when they were playing when Tiger pulled out of the Southern Hills PJ Championship, a, a screw came loose in his leg or his knee or his foot, um, like in the middle nasty. of the gate round of golf. So yeah, That's very nasty. nasty. So that that brings it home as to what he's going through. Yeah. Just yeah. a couple more things that I I wrote down. I noticed a bit of Ewan and Dame chemistry this week. Sorry. So oh, let's, put that, yeah. let's S- put that on. Sorry, on, Patrick. On, I wrote down in watch. in the middle of my notes here. I just have the Dame. Coltart and Butch and Butch going, yes, sir. Love it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. Cool. I love, yeah, I love that. I love it like once a year. I don't need Butch um, every week. Yeah. 
can no, I put a, no, no, no. can I add a, a a real gripe of mine with um commentating on professional golf? It really really annoys me when they go, you know, there was one where just as an example, Hovland drags it left, and they go, "Ooh, thirty feet would be good from here." Or twenty five feet would be really good from here, and then lo and behold, ninety percent of the time they put it to five feet, four feet, three feet because they're yeah, the yeah, best yeah. players in the world every single time, and they're always like, "Oh, I don't know, twenty five, thirty feet would be good from here." And you're just <laughs> you're watching it going, "Okay, we all watching like we watch an outrageous amount of golf." But if you watch enough golf, you're sitting there going, "Well, I guarantee he's going to put it closer than the twenty yeah. feet that you've just said." Is it like an awe factor for the people watching at home, or just like, "God, these guys are so good." I think they're yeah. Oh. Touching on on Butch as well. What, what's with him staring into my soul twenty four seven? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you ever noticed he, that he does that's interviews? his style? That's his style. It's so off putting. Like talk to talk to Nick or talk to Dame or someone, but like he's just like this constantly. <laughs> <laughs> and do you ever notice when he can't find? He's got the pen in his hand. Yeah. He can't find the camera, and he's looking at the wrong one. And like, <laughs> <laughs> he's just the granddad, and then he goes. Yeah. Um, no, but sorry, I've got I've You're got three more things. I've got three more things. If you'll have me, right? I've just yeah. I've, I've made right. my masters <laughs> notes here, right? Um, I just want to Patrick Reed finished where fourth, right? I'm sorry, but if if you're once a cheater and you finish fourth, there could have been some point this week where the camera wasn't on him and he fluffed the lie up, and that's two shots. Okay, I'm sorry, but wherever Patrick Reed finishes in the future, I won't believe it. Um, at least five of the top ten primarily are known for hitting fades and there could be more maybe i don't know but it's not really a drawers golf course anymore that, that that's gone um and interestingly lads the lad who finished first in strokes gained putting for the week finished tied 16th so it just shows you that putting isn't everything it's it's really all about drive for show and put putting is actually not for dough anymore and sorry Confirmed. that was justin rose hmm. Justin so we, Rose. We need a new statement then. No longer put for dough. We do need an, a new statement. That 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 used to be our previous generation statement. Um sorry, quickly covering this is the last serious bit of conversation. Um, how do we get live players into majors? Do we need a do we need some sort of qualifying? Do we need what needs to be done there? Um so we can discuss that. And also, so of the three live players who finished quite well, Brooks is moved from one eighteen in the world up to thirty nine. Pretty big jump. Phil went from 425. He's now 72nd. What? And, and P. Reed went from 70 to 45. Some big jumps there. Mm. I. What about actually just for qualifying for the majors? Just show up on your own tour. That or like go go to. So I know Augusta doesn't have any qualifying, but for the PGA Championship, I hope to see them all trying to qualify it in, like qualifying through the U.S. Open. Like imagine. Yeah. Imagine yeah. rocking up to the to the British Open regional qualifiers in Baltre, and like oh, yes. Brooks has decided to show up because this is an easier whatever. Sean, yeah, Sean Carter and a group there with Bryson DeChambeau and yeah. some other fella from Loud who's just having a go. That would be gas. So yeah, I think that's pretty much Augusta covered. It was a good week. I enjoyed I'm it. All good week, good year. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for next year. So, yeah. and it's without even taking a breath, we're into an elevated event, the RBC Heritage. Is it a little bit of a waste having an elevated event straight away after Augusta? Absolutely. Not when you get the likes of Rory pulling out of it already. Like, mm. yeah, we didn't Rory. need it this close. I think it's. I think it's such a good tournament that it shouldn't be. Yeah, it's a pity at a point where everyone's kind of tired of golf. Not tired of golf, but mm-hmm. it should have been picked a better time. 
John Ram will be the first Masters champion to play the week after since Spieth in 2015. So, like, generally, you win the Masters, you take a week off. Yeah. They, they're all going to show up. Any, does any, any word on why Rory's pulled out? No, I didn't see. It just, that's all I got on the way on the dart home. It's just that he pulled out. Um, so I haven't got a whole lot on the RBC. It's it's a fun event. I do enjoy watching it. I think Harbour Town's a really cool course. Um, and I'm absolutely convinced that Matt Kuchar is going to lead the first round and he's going to win that tournament. He's a previous winner. Yeah, he loves it. So, Scott, won. you can stick Matt Kuchar, whatever odds he is, into my spreadsheet because I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm putting a tenor on the nose on the Kuch. Oh, God. Did, you did want any... a pick, yeah. Yeah, well, I'll tell a little story <laughs> while you look for a pick. Did anyone see the talk sport bit with Dean Saunders? They were talking, no. they were talking about the Masters and Dean Saunders called in. I think, is he, is he used to manage someone? Villa maybe? He used to play for Bradford, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, and In 98-99 like, Premiership. And they were like, who do you fancy, Dean? He's like, oh, you know, I really like Matt Kutcher. I think he, he does, he's done really well. His driving this year has been really good. And they're like, oh, yeah, what odds do you get him at? Oh, like 40, 45 to 1. I think it's going to be a really good week for him. And they're like, that's so funny because he's not even playing in Augusta. <laughs> <laughs> me, and, me and Dean Saunders should have a point. <laughs> you should have a podcast too. You, you're just talking nonsense. <laughs> um, okay, anyone else got any picks for the RBC this week? I got a... I'll go Jordan. I'll go Spieth. Yeah, nice um, one. I like that. Yeah, previous winner played real good golf there on Sunday. Um, yeah, I'll take George. Will, do you have one? I'm going to say Cam Young. Okay. Cam Young, nice. For, for, going to be first time winner on tour. Yeah, played good golf. Like it. I really liked what I saw. He, he. I don't know if you guys saw his shot into was it 16, the part three. Like the pin at the back was at a ridiculous place on the last day, and he had an unbelievable shot. And he just spoke to it the whole way, and as it got to the got to the green he just goes nah that's coming the whole way back and I was like ball's pretty much stopped and it literally went the entire way to the front of the green I couldn't believe that like I shot that good they're saying the landing zone's about six six foot by six foot well, he's playing some golf isn't he unbelievable unbelievable okay, so Shani, who, uh, who are you going to pick this week that probably isn't playing in the event I'm going the gala the gala my boy Sahith who also had an incredible chip in on that hole. Did anyone see that? It was very Tiger esque. Yeah, very, very. Yeah. Okay. Picks in Spieth, Figala, Kucher, and uh, Cam Young for his first win on tour. Um. Anyone? Anyone got any more takes in the RBC? We'll just move swiftly on. Well, my only one would be like uh, you know this, Ben, because you went there and got me some stuff in the pro shop. It's my favorite golf course. I love um whatever about the actual yeah. event, I think it's my favorite golf course to watch. I think it looks so cool. It's on genuinely top of my bucket list. I don't know why ever since I've started watching golf, I just love the look of Harbour Town. So I'm looking forward to watching it just because I love the golf course. Very cool logo, I must say. Yeah, yeah. the lighthouse. Very cool. Yeah, very cool. We're in the belt right now. Um Scott, I'll be looking forward to watching it whilst we're playing a bit of golf down in Waterville this weekend. Ooh, um yes. so a oh, very yeah. easy segue for us. Uh myself, Shani, Scott, and my brother-in-law Jimmy are going down. We're playing in a Lions Links tours tour event. Uh so that's called the Kingdom Cup. We're gonna play Waterville twice and then we're gonna play Dukes. And we are just praying that the weather is good. Did you say it was a tour event? Are we Yeah, it's a tour on event. On the tour. Yeah. It's a quack tour event. Look, yeah. three oh, well, yeah, I don't we I, are... I no longer have a GUI, but three counting rounds for you guys. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It throws me we're frothing at the mouth for like. I'm at, I'm on uh, wire.no 
every five minutes checking the weather. We're we're avoiding the biblical weather that's going to hit tomorrow. Yeah, we have to. One of us has to put up some sort of fight to defend the Dan Nagel title. Didn't Dan win this last year? Um, no, he came second or third, I think. Why did he make a speech then? He had to make a speech that day. Yeah, I actually want one of you guys to do really well for for the simple fact that someone then can come up to you in the Waterville clubhouse and go, "Sorry, what do you play off? What's your handicap?" Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. And that's all right. It's all coming back. It's here. class. He, it's a classic. He was a day. Like, yeah. he, he was a day winner because he he. I think he was a day winner, a leader at the time, and he had to make some speech for the day winning prize which he won. Yeah. And then he was accosted by some gentleman in the clubhouse by going, "Oh, uh, what's your handicap? What's your handicap there?" And I think Dan at the time was he four or five or three or one, one of them. And your man was like, "All oh, right, yeah, is that a, is it is it really your handicap? Is it? Is it, is it, is it <laughs> I think I think every weekend in Ireland in every Those. golf club somebody shoots forty points and. Yeah is accosted for he's called yeah. a cowboy just because yeah. he's shot 40 points so i think and just um, like there there like there are so many there are a lot of cowboys out there but sometimes you just go out and you play good golf and like yeah. don't be that don't be that guy who comes up to someone in a clubhouse asking what, yeah. like, what's your yeah and like, i think i think he was off six and he shot two over yeah yeah very like, possible yeah like the handicap system I, I would I would respond to to said character by just saying the handicap system is a mathematical evidence based system. So I have proven that that is my handicap yeah. over the course of the last twenty rounds. <laughs> Shani and I had a chat about this when we were playing it uh, on Friday, and we were just like, "It's not like you, you you've just sandbagged your entire life to go well yeah. <laughs> round of golf. It's just like what a ridiculous thing to ask someone. It's the only sport where you you have something that's totally unique to you." Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Lions Links though, and shout out to Joe Lions who went well in the West. Yeah. Um. He qualified. I cannot wait to. Yeah. Before we get into that, I I cannot wait to get down there. Waterville, Waterville and Dukes, Lions Links. It's called the Kingdom Cup, I think it is. Um. We are gonna go down there. We're gonna go hard. We're probably all the three of us are probably playing off the same handicap four, I'd imagine. And two point nine. So please. three or four. Three we'll point, see. Three point two, Shani. Thank you. Yeah, but what are you going to do? Are you going to go off and play? Th- are you going to actually play off three point two shots? I mean, you're going to get four. I'll play I'm off gonna, what I'm giving. I'm going to ask for three. That's all I'm going to do. <laughs> oh well, maybe it'll be eighty percent or ninety percent. Anyway, my dad is fully behind the savoring and Anne project. Well, so. Patrick, funny you should ask. We, my mother told me that William's godfather actually owns all that land. What? What? So we have what? an in, we have an in. I didn't know that that was what you were talking about that whole time about the foot golf. I could have told you that months ago. Yeah. Well, maybe, uh, if we'll... you, maybe if you listen to the podcast, will you? When you, have... <laughs> you never... I, no, you know known. what? It actually, it actually wasn't anything to do with the fact that I, I didn't listen to the podcast. I just didn't know what. Like, Ringing Anne is where to, way too close to Carrig Line to be another place. <laughs> so, Cross so Haven, ben, even, isn't it? So ben, you take, a ride, you you take saying... a ride after the golf course and you end up in Cross Haven. Ben, are you saying if we put a the, the Shanahan... Well, I think, business proposal together. I think if we put the then, business proposal together, I, we definitely have an in. Will has dinner okay. with him at least twice a year. So, okay. Yeah. If there's yeah, anyone out there who knows how to do a business proposal, please or, or send me a message. If anyone has like north of fifty million, <laughs> we could we could make a whole lot out of it. I uh, wouldn't need the, that much. I'd say, no, no. I'd I'll say, see if I'll see if we can get the family to get the Irish examiner up and running yeah. again. We'll see what we can I'd do. Say Nick would give it to me for mates rates as well. Yeah. And we'll have to change, well, we might change the name. I mean, it is the Augusta, uh, Ring and Nan, the Augusta of Ireland. Yeah. Trees, I, I... trees, inclines, 
and well, golf holes. I want I want this golf course to become so famous it has its own Augusta. Do you yeah, know what I mean? It's like it, it has its name. I, I, we could change the name. I'm not for I'm not up against changing the name. Mm. Um, but I think it should just be you know like right, if it's yeah. Ringing Anne, you want Ringing Anne to be known in like you know. Anyway. And do you know what annoys me as well? Sorry, just to say on this ring and an thing, but do you know if you go into golf now and you look you look for tea times in Cork, if you say tea times Cork Saturday or whatever, it offers you foot golf tea times in foot golf Cork. Ah, stop. Oh, I'm telling you. So, oh, the world. save ring and an. Save um, ring and an. Okay, so we have progress is being made on the uh, on save ring and an. Um, going back to what you said, Joe Lyons, he did make it through to the, the knockout of yes. the West of Ireland. Uh, the West of Ireland, that was just won by James Claridge, an Englishman. I don't know how we feel on about James. It. Englishman coming over here, winning our titles, but fair play to him. Worth the flight. Oh, I thought he was a member in Ross's Point, no? No. He, oh, he, wait, no, that was the other guy. Yeah, he beat he beat the guy who was in Ross's Point. Um, oh. So the only note I made about the West of Ireland is that it seems like an excessive amount of golf. It's a lot like, of golf. Even if yeah. I was good enough, I wouldn't be able to play that much golf. Some slog. Seven, like so. They the winners played, the finalists played seven rounds of golf for five days. In like absolutely shocking conditions, pissing rain. Yeah. Did sight. we hear any tales of of the event? Uh, so yeah, a friend of ours, Sean Carter, was playing in it. He didn't qualify, but he did. The the guy he played with on the last day was camping up there. What? Oh. He was sleeping in a tent with his golf clubs. What? Which I it seems a bit ludicrous. Let's like, sponsor uh, that he, guy. That fella's going camp- all the way to the top. Yeah. I've I've done that before. We actually stayed out in Ross's Point in a VW camper van. But Ross's Point is Exposed. like it's a very windy spot. And so did he actually camp out by Ross's Point as well, or did he inside out, the town? Out that there is somewhere in a campsite, yeah, which seems Fair crazy. Play. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, last like a shout out to Gary Murphy who who is Irish amateur info. Um, he was up there covering it for the last couple of days, and he he. I, one point I want to say I'm not. I'm pretty sure no one from Golf Ireland will ever listen to this podcast, but I'm going to give out to them because he was up there covering it for the last few days. He obviously does it off his own back, and then Golf Ireland just swan up there for the for the knockout yeah. stages, and they do the exact same coverage that he does. Golf Ireland, don't bother. Just pay Gary to yeah. do it for you. He's doing a much better yeah. job than you anyway. He's already there. Yes. He enjoys it. Just pay him his expenses or pay him to do it. And then you don't have to send someone because you're just exactly. you're du- yeah. you're duplicating content and his stuff is better than yours anyway. So there's I my think rant we, over. I think there should be well, ben. a bit of a Q&A. So we'll do a quick fire Q&A um, from people who have asked us questions on the Quack uh, Instagram. Or I try and do this a bit more consistently so people can get in the comments because clearly no one, no one knows where they are. Um, so uh, someone has asked, can Shani get his facts right? I can answer that. No, he'll never do that. Um, we did release a YouTube video <laughs> where we went off and we played a bit of golf, played a match in Ross Lair and Bunk Lodi. So check that out in our YouTube. But someone's asked us what our favorite hole in Bunk Lodi was, Will. Um, and I would have to say oh, probably, to I'd say probably the 15th or 16th. The one that you shanked it on. <laughs> uh, an incredible hole. Like that, that from 18 back to 15. Yeah, back to the par three. From the par three, from the par three and go down that hill. Honestly, yeah. I, I would I would beg people to try and find a greater stretch of holes. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So uh like I said, we had a match in Bunclody as well as Ross Lair. There's we're gonna have another video with the final in Arclo. Uh but 
we would I would implore you all to try and go to Bunclody. I think it's 60 quid for a green fee in the summer. It's stunning and the last five holes are beautiful. Um uh, Dean Crowley, our competition winner, says, what's the likelihood of getting a par three competition for the Thursday of the Quack Cup? And to that, Dean, I would say very likely. I love that idea. What Great a show. Great what a show. So, Jerry, if you're still listening, we'll be on to you about setting up a par three comp. Um, Thomas asks, how excited are the lads, are the Lynx member lads for opening of the new holes? Not long to go. Lads, what do you think? Honestly, every time I'm in there, it's usually with Shani, we walk up to the top of the new hill and they look very, very impressive, I will say. Yeah, but at this stage, I don't care. Just get them open. Come on. Yeah. Shannon needs to play golf. Yeah, any kind of hole. We'll when, are they, when are they due? May 1st. May 1st. Um, very soon. The day we get back from my stag. <laughs> to Mexico. <laughs> <Go for nine. laughs> um, uh, we have an anonymous question here. It says, what's the age limit for pulling off joggers? And I will say there is no age limit. If you... no it's, a mindset. it's a mindset. We joggers is by far our best selling product. It's because they're here to stay. So, Mister Anonymous, get yourself a pair of joggers. You'll look good. Um, With a covered at discount. There's a covered at discount. If you're listening, my good man. There is covered at discount. Every you can get fifteen percent off the whole website. Just use covered it all capitals. Stick it in the checkout, and you'll get your discount. Um, or just present a few episodes of podcast. <laughs> uh, Ali says, "Do you think winners of the green jacket should be able to bring it home with them?" Uh, I don't personally. I kind of like the tradition. Sevi no, stole. I like, I like his. the tradition. Yeah. Sevi stole his. Brought it home. Um, like buffoon, if you didn't remember it. <laughs> yeah. And then finally, Shane asks us to finish off our top five golf scenes from TV. I think that was a. I think that was actually a good segment, and there was I a lot of people interested. So I think we do that on the one next. Yeah, week. let's I do think that. We save that because that was a good segment. Yeah. Shane, good question. We'll do it next week when you follow. Yeah. Apologies, Shane. Apologies. If we're okay. here next week. Okay, so that is all our questions. I'm sure there's more that we've missed and we didn't answer. A couple of rude ones. Um, and we're just going to finish the quick quiz. Absolutely. Just before we start the quiz, um, my girlfriend who is listening in the next room. Fiance, and, and I think. Fiance. fiance. I think she's your fiance, Shani. I don't like using that phrase. It's French. Um, but anyway, my fiance who's listening in the next room who has not listened to one episode of this podcast has just texted me saying that she can do a business proposal. Um, Judas. So, how about myself, Kate, and my dad get together and get a business proposal as well? Ben, I'd like for you to be involved as well because sure. you're the brains of the operation. Cool, Scott and I would just go fuck ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool, Shani. Well, I'm yeah. sorry, now, Will. You've probably never even played Ring and Nan. Shani, I own Ring and Nan. Um. One last, one last segue before we go into our quiz. Um, if you follow us on Instagram, you would have seen I was today I was marking my seed golf balls um, oh. because of our trip coming up. There's nothing like a pre-golf trip kind of cleaning of the bag. Um, my, I am, my clubs are spick and span ready to go. I can't wait. But uh, there has been a few issues with the discount code. Um, mostly it doesn't really work because the way seed works is that if you buy bundles, if you buy more than one pack of balls, you save some money anyway. So then the discount code doesn't work. So look, all I'll say is you might as well still buy the balls. They're really good value. Um, if you go and you buy two packets of balls, you'll save money anyway. So mm. even if you can't prove that we sent you there, uh, they're good golf balls. And if you only buy Listen one Listen here to me balls, now. Seed golf balls are the real deal. They're premium golf balls. You don't need your Pro V1s. Buy seed, buy Irish. Buy now. Couldn't have said it better myself. Oh, okay. 
Okay, any more anything else before we move on to the quiz? Yeah, one I'm more one more thing. Uh just a quick shout out uh to the K Club. Myself and Chani were down there on Friday. And if you haven't had a chance to step foot on those new films, oh. oh my days. It was like just the most idealistic off. Yeah, they were unbelievable. Yeah, you got a real bluebird yeah. down there. I was very oh. jealous. Oh yeah, a good Friday. Beautiful weather. Beautiful. Yeah. Um okay, so this quiz it came about from I saw a fact that Brooks uh, was number one in the world for 47 weeks, which I thought was a lot for Brooks. Didn't think he was that good. Nearly a full year. Not all at once. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, but there has been 25 golfers have got to number one in the world. Oh, yes. Yes. You know where I'm going, Patrick. We're going we're gonna to go around in an order and then you get knocked out. You get one, you get one chance, one life, and then you okay. get knocked out and okay. then it continues until there's one person left. I'm here, friend. Um, Ring the bell. I can tell you I'm gone first. Will, we're going to start with you because I think you're going to need it. So you just yeah. have to name any golfer who's been number one in the world. Yeah, gotcha. I'm going to start with Justin Rose. Justin Rose, correct. Jenny, I love when you do these quizzes. You write notes. You're like scribbling away in your notepad. There's no rules against it, bro. I said there wasn't. I was just... I actually said that I love how you do it. Are you listening to me? Tulip. <laughs> right, am I next or is Shani next? Sorry, sorry. Uh, Justin Rose, yeah, correct. Uh, he was number one for 13 weeks. Um, Scott, you can go next. I'll go the big cat. The big cat. Any guess of how many weeks? 656. Oh, Scott, 683. I do like the big cat. I, I'm not going to like going in. I knew it was something that high, right? Patrick? Ian Woosnam. <laughs> <laughs> That is so rogue, yes. For 50 weeks. Uh, uh, Jack Nicholas. Yes. No, sorry. I should have no. I should have clarified. No, 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 Sorry. I'm also did, part of this quiz, and, and I think that he deserves another go because that's very did, fair. Did Jack Nicholas not go number one after he won the Masters in 1986? No, not, okay. my, not my list. He didn't. Could Could any of you guess what the OWGR was called until 1997? Um, Sony ranking. Oh. Oh. Okay. Anyway, okay. Sorry, Will. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh. John Ram. Yes, correct. 47 weeks. Yeah, that's one I thought. Uh, back to me is um, Roar. Roars. Correct. 122. Me? Yeah, that's, yeah. You're after Scott Patrick. Nick, Nick Faldo. Correct. 97 weeks. Jordan Speed. Correct. 26 weeks. Um, Greg Norman. Correct. 331 weeks. Didn't know he was second on the list, right? Yeah. Lee Westwood. Correct. There's a shout, Shani. That's a shout and a half. 22 weeks. Scotty Scheffler. Correct. 34 weeks. Fairly uh, shallow barrel on my end, isn't it? Oh. (laughs) oh, (laughs) Uh, Luke Donald. Damn it. Yes. 56 weeks, Luke. Bernard Langer. Correct. Only three weeks, though. 
God, that came back around quick. <laughs> uh, I was nah. I'm, I'm just come on, passion checks here. Come on, there's a few. Come on. Uh, yeah, there's definitely one that you know. There's loads, you know. He, yeah, he, he, there's only a few in my head. Come on, he came. He came like third in the Masters, second. JT, correct. Oh, he was yeah. Jordan. Was that who you were talking about, Ben? Nope. <laughs> no, because JT missed the call. Justin Thomas was there for five weeks. Um, has anyone said Brooks? Nope. Correct. Brooks, he was up there, wasn't he? Yeah, forty-seven. Uh, I have a rogue one stored that I don't want anyone to get, but I'm just not sure enough. But I'm going to go for it. I have one life, don't I? Yeah. Okay, David Duval. Yeah, fifteen weeks. There are some glaringly obvious ones here. You guys haven't said. We're still we're still going around though, because I've got a yeah, couple yeah. Yeah, yeah. in my head that no one said too. So yeah, I'm slowing down. Um, <laughs> that wasn't glaringly obvious. Um, was Colin Morikawa? Colin Morikawa. That's a guess. That's a guess. Yeah, he was a guess, and that's wrong. So that's your that's your that's life. Right. Your life. We move on to Scott. Uh, I'll go. I'll go. DJ. Nice. One three nine. Third on the list. Yeah, DJ was there for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Freddie Couples. Freddy. Yeah. Big old Freddie. Love Freddie. Sixteen weeks. I'm gone, right? No, no you, you got, you got a life. You get you one go. more. Oh, okay. Shit, I should have thought about that. <laughs> um, oh, I can see his face. He's the lowest record Royal Cup captain. Someone fucking help me. <laughs> you think, think of the most points? Think of an Australian. Oh, I Adam have Scott. that. I have, I have that. One. Yeah. Did you yeah, say Adam so Scott? Will. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Scott? Ooh. I was going J-Day. Yeah, correct. 51 weeks. No! They were my last two. I'm not going Shanny. Oh, no. Uh, I've got a terrible one written down here, so I might have to use my lifeline here, but Mark O'Mara. Mark O'Mara. No. Incorrect. So is that both the lifelines gone? Yeah, that's the two lads' lifelines done. Right. I knew Scott uh, would win this. I would have put... put I him. have a few backed. I have a few banked in my head still. A couple of real obvious ones. Yeah, it's who's Wait, it on? I mean, is it on Will, is it? Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to think of the US Ryder Cup captain gone by recently. Mm, if you if you are, you'd be getting it wrong anyway. Okay, cool. What was that Davis Love? Was that the last? No, sorry, not. That's a Ryder Cup thing, or nothing. Oh, I have one actually. Henrik Stenson. See everyone. No, sorry, Will. See See you later. That. Um. Okay. Sevy. Correct. Oh. Okay. Okay. Oh, surely, surely Phil Mickelson. I actually don't. Did Phil ever get to world number one? Because he must have. He must have. Is it because, because of Tiger? Of Tiger. Phil, never, Phil never got right. to number one. Yeah. Oh, I just, I knew in the back of my mind, I was like, did Tiger actually stop him? But surely he, he there's just a huge gap in the 2000s, basically. Is there? Yeah. Well, for like eight years, t- Tiger was top. So I'm gone. So this Scott, do you want to try name us out? I've yeah. Um VJ Singh. Correct. Um Ernie Els. Correct. How Tom, did you feel? Tom Lehman. There's one Correct. for you. Correct. For one week, Thank Tom you. Lehman was there. Thank you. Has Google open? After I don't. After that, I'm stuck. <laughs> okay, so we've got uh we've got two left. Um a German. I would say they're more recent, are they? Martin Keimer. 
eight the weeks. Climber, Martin yeah. Climber was number one. And then wow. lastly, an Australian. Old guy. Oh. Not great. Um, Elkington. No. Stuart Appleby. No. Maybe um, he's not Australian. Nick Price. Oh, he's, he's he's from Zimbabwe, man. <laughs> oh, sorry, Shani. <laughs> you don't know you don't know where Tom Kim is, but you know where Nick Price is from. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, he's he's from from Zim. Okay, well, he was also world number one. Okay, lads, that was uh, that was a long one. That was a good one. I felt oh, we did well. I felt invigorated there. I'm very excited about golf this week. I'm I'm excited to watch the RBC after we've played in Waterville. Um, sure to have some content coming for you guys. We'll have a little match going on down there in Kerry. So looking forward to it and uh, chat to you next week. I think, if we're I think we need to get the listeners' opinion on who they think is going to win. So we need to get that out. We need to get them to vote on who's going to win. Just yeah. FYI, I'm terrible in bad weather, so don't vote for me. <laughs> we'll get a poll up before uh, before you tee off. But if, if there's blue skies, I'll wipe the floor with these lads. <laughs> very humble so, guy so, so, so check, check the weather in before you vote um, alright cheers see you lads see you lads, cheers, lads. guys Bye.